Bang bang, ladies and gentlemen. L.A. Aiko here. Trade talk from a hedge fund insider. It's great to be back. And this one is hot off the presses. I have been uh, taken aback by a nice referral uh, from a friend of mine, Ali, who was able to uh, pique my interest to Carnival Cruises, uh, the second largest uh, cruise company uh, in North America, uh, maybe in the world, but I, I can't remember if it's in the world, but in North America, 100 vessels, uh, Royal Caribbean is the bigger brand of the two. But there is imminent restructuring on the way for Carnival Cruises. This goes back to, again, this whole thesis of unwind to rewind. Uh, Carnival is going to have an issue within its debt structure because interest rates are rising. There needs to be refinancing. And you have a particular situation where they did not get any money from the CARES Act. This has to do with that uh, Carnival and the majority of the cruise lines are not, sorry, cruise companies are not actually registered in the U.S., they're registered. Carnival, for instance, is registered in pa Panama. Um, Royal Caribbean, I think, uh, out of Africa. Another one out of Malta. I can't remember all, where each one is specifically, but we're focusing on Carnival, right? So let's let's get into what the exact thesis is, right? Uh, it is, to my opinion, that Carnival will file for bankruptcy probably with, by the end of the winter months. Um, due to the inability to issue new debt um, and extend payment on old debt. The highest coupons that are out there, they're definitely trying to, they've definitely been refinancing by raising new debt to pay off that old debt. But nonetheless, the new debt um, started being raised after interest rates hike, interest rate hikes, and there are still debts to be paid. So, uh, where I'm looking is a $5 puts in January and then another uh, $2 put in February, buying puts. Um, this, hour, this, this episode's coming out a little early uh, when these puts were already set. This was at about $10. So, you know, we were already looking to, to make some things shake as uh, soon as we could see that there was some opportunity there. Uh, but let's kind of get into the details and the meat of what is happening here. So you have uh, Carnival has uh, has sold a uh, 1.5 billion uh, seven and a half unsecured notes. So we're back to another company that's issuing a lot of unsecured notes, similar to Revlon, and uh, similar to I know I'm missing one that was just on the tip of my tongue that we just covered, but you've you've listened to the other episodes secured notes are unsecured notes are generally a problem uh, they're not backed by anything in carnival's case they're issuing debts that are not backed by the ships themselves so it makes it easier to get a liquidation when you are in bankruptcy or restructuring it doesn't doesn't give you exactly uh, all the want to necessarily say, hey, we are going to make good on all outstanding debts. You will still pay bondholders, but equity holders will get nothing. Uh, they don't have to get anything. So you have those $1.5 billion, uh, seven and a half notes that were 
that were issued. Uh, then in February, uh, you had to refinance the 2.3 billion notes uh, to a not to a longer date, but to get rid of them. So you're raising the money in uh, I want to say like uh, October of the 2021 uh, with the intent to retire your 10% debts and your 12.5% debts, which is good because Carnival has about 24. No, no, there's 24 interest payments, 12 bonds in total. For those who are not familiar, uh, bonds pay twice a year. So if you have 12 bonds outstanding, you're going to make 24 interest payments. But let's get to what really opened my eyes. Uh, in 2023, they will be maturing three to four bonds. I say three to four because uh, one of them might have already been prematured, uh, which is a, a feature in bonds which are called callable. Um, they can call your bond in early by paying. They don't necessarily have to pay a premium. Sometimes it's a premium, but in Carnival's case, I think they were just retiring them at 100 cents on the dollar with the money that was raised in October and February. So there may not be a total of four bonds maturing in uh, 2023, but nonetheless, there will be a minimum of three. Uh, and with those three maturing, you will still have interest payments. This is a huge problem because as you're think, as you're even considering the interest payments, you're having these issues come up. You have some very, very, very serious issues in the spring of uh, not even the spring, but we are in spring. It well, we're in summer, but when the spring started, and going forward into the fall. So Carnival was saying that they had a situation where they were getting bookings that were you know rising drastically. So a lot of people would obviously say, all right, well, cruise lines are still in play. Uh, let's, let's get to it. However, you have a situation that has happened now after the Ukrainian war um, where fuel costs are high, interest rates are high, uh, consumers are not going to be expending as much because we're going back to what did we say in the prior episodes, excuse me, that uh, consumer discretionary spending is shrinking. Why do they want to now spend money on a cruise? Can they even spend money on a cruise? Consumers are absorbing prices, but they tend to be absorbing prices for travel within the continental United States and travel internationally. But they're not, I don't think, heavily choosing to go on cruises. That is to my opinion. And there is some data that says that, but I think as we continue forward, no different than um, airlines are having their own issues, it will show that people are not going to choose to spend $700, $1,000 on a cruise. Um, the other issue is that you're burning through cash. When you finance these boats and you keep them running, you generally don't want them sitting and doing nothing. Uh, they must run and you need crews to run them. And it has already been forewarning that um, Carnival is saying they're burning through cash. So that's not going to work. We have uh, 28 billion. I'm sorry, not 28 billion, 41 billion in total debts, which makes it very hard for someone like Royal Caribbean to come and acquire them. Uh, they would have to take on 41 billion dollars in debts. Um, no, you couldn't just immediately get rid of them. You can get rid of your obligations generally through bankruptcy, but you can't get rid of them in acquisitions. Generally, in acquisitions, you are going to make good on everything. Hence why people usually circle and vulture when companies are in bankruptcy. That's when you can get it at a discount because of what you want. But again, going back to the structure of this company, 
in the U.S., you would only get uh, the name, the brand of the name. Similar like when we're speaking about Revlon, how the intellectual property and the brands uh, are all being separated. Uh, I can't say that's exactly happening in Carnival. Actually, no, I can say because of the Panama registration uh, in a bankruptcy, you're not going to get the ships. You're going to get the name and you're going to liquidate the equity. Um, So that's another issue. Then you have uh, negative cash flow. Uh, because of the pandemic and then coming into the new year, uh, you've been in a situation of negative cash flow. Uh, they're usually ma- used to making about $20 billion in cash flow. That's drastically reduced. The um, cash on hand is only about $9 billion, and most of that's used to pay interest as well as um, retired debts. You have about $250 million in interest payments. So it's, it's just a tight spot for them to be in, and I don't foresee that you know, you're going to see really too much of a turnaround. Um, the, the, the good news is, for those who would even consider being long, uh, the 11.5% bonds have been retired. Thank goodness. That was what the $2.3 billion was used for. Um, they have been trying to cut the interest payment. That's also really good. Uh, not the coupon of the interest payment, but the overall cash requirement for uh, paying your interest. Um, I mean, I would say that's about it. Oh, no. And, 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 the, and uh, the Saudis gave them a big investment uh, going through the COVID period. And it seems like they have a potentiality of either buying uh, Carnival or buying one of the spinoff uh, subsidiaries, because most cruise lines like they'll have uh, three or four lines of cruises, you know, because if you have a hundred ships, not every, like their parent company is Carnival, but like different kind of ships that they sail. So the Saudis were interested in buying one. I don't know if the deal has uh, completely gone through, but at least there was some cash infusion into the equity because uh, I, I want to say, it's, yeah, it's specifically uh, Saudi Arabia sovereign fund uh, put some money into that cruise liner. Um, Judging by what other analysts are saying, there's a 55% chance of uh, bankruptcy, and that's reflected, but that's not reflected in the bonds. Actually, the crazy part is that in the bonds, the bonds are trading at a a high clip, uh, clip being a high price, which makes that also an interesting play. Uh, You not only have to put some puts out there, I I am looking to short some of the bonds. Um, Better to be early, shorting the Things that are in 2026. Actually, I would have to list to you what uh, bonds are out there. But specifically, uh, there's bonds in 23, uh, bonds in 26, bonds in 27, bonds in 28, bonds in 29, bonds in 30, and bonds in 33. So anything after 26 is what I'd be looking to find some shorts in. So I'll, I'll probably um, get those shorts there. So meaning you'd, you'd find the bonds that have the lesser coupon, you would short them, and you'll make a profit when it goes into bankruptcy protection. Uh, The juicier play would obviously to short the bigger coupons. However, the bigger coupons tend to give more of a fight because that's what people look to buy. Um, I am just trying to play it a little safer. I think that the puts should work perfectly fine, uh, but there should be an ability to double up with the bonds. Um, what else we got going on at the company? Uh, I would just say that, you know, that's that's really what's happening. You don't have to, like, go too much deeper into anything else. 
say in closing, um, you know, cruises are about kind of like joy and, 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 a, and a, a fun experience. People are in an indebted state and with their finances being stretched. Don't see people choosing to go on cruises while there's some stress to their pocket and potentially to their employment. Uh, the shareholder equity of of Carnival continues to reduce. When you're in a situation like this and you're constantly having to raise money as well as try to even issue shares, which they're not going to be able to issue because people just aren't going to be interested in that. Um, you just don't have the appeal to the, to, to the average retail investor. And that's where you would hope you could get your uh, stock price to bump. This is what AMC did when they started seeing, okay, we have live in, live retail investors pushing our stock price up. Let's sell some shares. But if you got a $5 a share stock or $10 a share stock, it's hard to get people to take interest in that because even, even institutional portfolios can't take on these five less than $5 stocks. So, you know, I, it, it's just, it ain't there. And then more so, you're at a 22%, not 22%, yeah, 22% um, shareholder equity for, 22% shareholder equity that has now changed to a 12%. So I don't see a strong base case to to not end up in a receivership situation. You have to also remember it's not always that companies go into bankruptcy simply because they have no money. They have money. So a lot of times they're still making revenues. Tech companies usually go because they don't have any money and not making any revenues. But these companies are making money. It's the debts. And the debts are ever increasing with a hard uh, ability to refinance them. You know, this is what I was saying before by why junk bonds uh, were a key part within the pandemic to make sure you put a backstop on. Um, and now it's showing itself even more prevalent. It's going to be a challenging road ahead for Carnival. Um, and we'll obviously revisit this when uh, bankruptcy protection is likely filed in future. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Another episode in the can. Until next time, LAA go out.